Welcome to TV7 Israel's podcast. We invite you to listen and share our latest content from Israel and the region. Shalom and welcome to um, My Brother's Keeper from Jerusalem, uh, we, where we discuss and we talk about the persecution of the body of Messiah here in the Middle East. Today we're going to focus in not only on the Middle East, but we're going to kind of look around the nations. But before we start, I just want to read a scripture that, that really ties into part of the subject that we're going to be touching on today, and also a promise that we have as those who are following um, Jesus. So, It's from Mark chapter 28, sorry, Mark chapter 10 and verse 28. Um, It's it's Jesus and Peter talking about leaving everything. And Peter says to him, see, we've left everything and followed you. Jesus said, truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold. Now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. Very, very uh, interesting scripture. It's actually the context of his conversation with the rich young ruler. Let's pray before we open our time. Father, we thank you for uh, the opportunity to look into the scripture and to look at what you're doing in the nations, not only the Middle East, but Lord, even globally throughout Asia. And Lord, how you're using the church, the persecuted church, to in a sense wake up the rest of the church around the nations for what's to come. Lord, we ask that you lead and guide our discussion today, and we thank you for this opportunity to even pray and learn how to identify and and support the persecuted church in the nations in the name of Yeshua. Today we have with us David Damien. David is the uh, coordinator for the Watchman International and the Global Family, which is a uh, really a, a group of leaders from many nations that walk together in response a lot of to the things that we're going to talk about today. So, David, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah. Uh, David and I have known each other for some time. David also is actually an Egyptian by birth, but he uh, is based, his family's in Canada. But I want to give him just a little bit of opportunity to share. David, tell us about your story. How did this all happen? I, I, I've heard it once, but I, I feel like I, people need a context to really understand who you are and how God has led you into this. You know, it's a very interesting call. I remember that just the, 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 the burden, part of the burden you have is to help nations walk in their redemptive identity and destiny in the Lord. So yeah, how did it all start? Where, where were you born? How did that happen? <laughs> well, I was born in uh, Egypt, and as you referred to, and uh, to a Coptic Christian family, Mm-hmm. And uh, got to know the Lord when I was young. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always longed to be uh, uh, a doctor, and I okay. became a doctor. I mm-hmm. finished medical school, and I uh, did medical practice. But uh, a lot of things that sometimes we look back and say, how did this happen? Why right. am I? I literally, I always say to the Lord, why do have you chosen me? What is this? Like, right. I know there are many people who are more dedicated, but why did you choose me? Yeah. One of the stories that you were asking mm-hmm. about, we shared about my dad. Uh, my dad 
brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come from a middle class family. Everyone helps the one next to him. So right. my uncle hel- was helping my dad to become an engineer. So my dad finished education mm-hmm. and uh, my uncle was uh, gra- graduated as a pilot in the uh-huh. uh, Egyptian, in the Air, Egyptian Force. Air Force. Yeah. He, they took the top 30 to Russia mm-hmm. for further training. Okay. Uh, that was in the early 50s. Right, back in the early day. Early 50s, yeah. yeah. So they took, that's before, uh, so they took uh, my uncle to Russia. On the way back, after their uh, few months training, mm-hmm. they came back and the whole plane uh, exploded in Mount Sinai. They wow. hit Mount Sinai. In, in, the, in the Sinai Desert, right? In yeah. The, wow. They hit okay. Mount Sinai and the top 30 died. Wow. Well, that was a devastation. Course, to yeah. our family, uh, suddenly my dad's future mm-hmm. just became bleak. What will he do? Because yeah. his brother was going to pay and support him. Mm-hmm. He left uh, his wife and two kids. So, one he, is, so your uncle was married, actually, two well, kids, yeah. That's right. One is uh, almost two years and one is a few months. Okay. And my uncle always said to my dad uh, to take care of his, uh, his family. family. Happened. Because they're very close. Right. Suddenly, when this happened, Mm. The family got devastated. But my dad did amazing thing. And I really look at that as uh, Mark. He was not, he knew the lady that he was going to marry. Okay. But he was not planning to get married. So he married her mm-hmm. right away so he can adopt his uh, brother's wife and the two kids. Right. So he adopted the whole family into right. his home. So my, uh, mo- my mom right. married into a whole devastated situation, okay. never had a honeymoon, right. gave her life to my father. Right. But my grandmother, mm-hmm. who uh, always, you know, our culture, right. you bless uh, the Your son and the, and the kids. Right. So he's, my mother, my grandmother said to my father, mm-hmm. God will bless you because you saved our family. God will bless you and your oldest son. Wow. So I'm reaping what I have not sown. It's actually my father who has right. paid the price. It's almost as if a story out of, in a sense, the Bible with, you know, Timothy and the Paul talking about the faith that was in his grandmother and that was his <laughs> mother true. and that was in him. That's true. Yeah. So then you you said you referred to you actually trained as a, you grew up in Egypt, you trained as a cardiologist. A medical doctor. Doctor, I was okay. going into doing. Uh, I was planning to be a, a surgeon. Okay, and then the Lord got a hold of your life at a very important time. I think in Egypt in general. I think we were kind of around the eight, late eighties, early nineties. Uh, on the early eighties. Early eighties. Okay. Yeah. So talk about that. I was practicing, and suddenly the Holy Spirit intersected my way, mm-hmm. and I. I, basically, all what I wanted to do in medicine is to honor the Lord. Okay. But then the Lord encountered me and his question was, if I ask you to leave medicine, what will you do? Mm. And I was surprised about the question, but come to the end of it is, I discovered that I was not ready. Mm. I Sometimes you get attached to the thing that you want to use to give God glory. Rather than the Lord himself. That's right. <laughs> and uh, I it shocked me. I started mm. weeping. I said mm. to the Lord, Lord, I didn't know that I was attached this way. I cannot leave medicine for you. Would you please change my heart? Mm -hmm. And he did. Mm -hmm. But I continued in my practice. Mm -hmm. I reached the point where I was really well paid in Egypt. And that's Mm -hmm. another story. But the bottom line of it is I had another encounter with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And in the encounter, uh, the Lord said to me, I'm jealous over your heart. And that was 1984. I'm jealous over your heart. Mm -hmm. I have chosen... Others to be doctors, but not you. That's seven years medical medical school and four years medical practice. Wow. My mind, 11 years later, you tell me that, that you have right. not cho- 
But anyway, he said, I have chosen others to be doctors, but not you. Mm-hmm. I have chosen you among others, others to prepare my bride for my second coming. Wow. And that ended it. I said, I'm going crazy. Wow. What is the second coming? You want me to leave medicine for the second coming? And the apostles talked about it 2,000 years ago. And it's, we're still waiting. <laughs> but in those days, mm-hmm. in those days, there was nobody talking about the second coming except the cults. So it, right. the Lord has Had to encounter me many, right. many times. In a, in a way. So you, you stayed some more years and you were involved in the church in Egypt. And then you went My to wife Canada. got pregnant. Your wife got pregnant. We went to she Canada. Was, yeah, we went to Canada. And then we got tricked. Okay. We went to have our baby and come back to Egypt. Mm-hmm. But then uh, no, the door is closed. Right. And there was an encounter, too, with a man in, in, in Canada. Canada. Yeah, yeah, his name is Pastor Bob Birch. Uh-huh. He heard my story. Somehow, he, he was 82 years old. I was 29. Wow. So his son was Amazing. older than my father. Uh-huh. But we, he said, David, while you're waiting to go back, would you like to pray with me? While you're waiting to go back, would you like uh-huh. to travel with me? Uh-huh. And that became a mentoring time mm. under uh, him. You know, in a way, too, the, the Middle Eastern culture, which you're from, has much more honor for older people than some of the Western culture. And That's so true. you're probably honoring him also endeared his heart and everything and said, Hey, I'll go with you. I'm 29. You're 82. But what a, that's a, that's a huge age gap. I mean, that's, that's, that's right. But the, generations. the truth is he was stronger than me. <laughs> wow. We climb hills. We fly all over the world. Wow. In 82, he never stopped. Wow. We walked two hours every single day, praying and talking. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So while you're there in Canada, then uh, obviously he he then passed over a ministry to you. Yeah. But that ministry took an interesting turn at one point, kind of in the 90s. That's how, in some ways, I kind of heard about it had to do with uh, an initiative in Canada that had to do with the Jewish people. T- tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, the the I at this time, mm-hmm. the, this man that we're talking about, Bob right. Birch, right. literally every day from 2 to 8, he will kneel and pray. Wow. Yet, the prophetic words that were mm. coming over Canada judgment, mm. I got, look, how? How can this be, these prayers and judgment is coming over Canada? Wow. And that's when I began seeking the Lord. Okay. Lord, what is the root issue? And the Lord opened my eyes through another story to tell me that the root issue of Canada is the anti-Semitism wow. that the Europeans came with when they founded North America. Mm. And I began what is that? I, mm. I don't know the history of Canada. I don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. We began digging and we discovered there was a ship that was coming from right. uh, Germany, the St. Louis ship. Right. Uh, 1939 uh, uh, or 40. 39. Yep. 1939, coming to Canada, seeking asylum, running away from Nazi Germany and mm-hmm. what the... Uh, right. Anyway, they were coming to Cuba, refused. Mm-hmm. They asked the U.S. to accept them, refused. Mm-hmm. They asked Canada... And they said, uh, would you please, if you don't want to take us, take our children. Wow. That was the plea to our prime minister at this time, Mackenzie King. Okay. Mackenzie King met with the cabinet. And that's a history. Right. This is and history. Yeah, that's yeah. history. No, and that's what I knew. I didn't right. know before. Right. He met with the cabinet and he came out of the cabinet. Somehow there was division. Mm-hmm. And he said, to maintain the unity between French and English Canada, we will not accept the Jews. Wow. And the Lord spoke to my heart. And he said, and there will be no unity between English and French Canada until, until Canada deals, deals with its anti-Semitic right. and anti-Jewish roots. So we wow. traced the survivors of the St. Yeah, Louis quite all over the world. Yeah. Being an Egyptian, I mean, yeah. I had funny things. Yeah. People say, uh, why, why are you tracing them? They thought, yeah. uh, you know how 
the mind goes wild. Right. But the Lord helped us at the end, right. brought all these survivors to Canada, repented to them publicly. And then you finished the journey actually here in Israel, I remember, with a, a ceremony I can, we came with to, the Knesset yeah. at Yad Vashem. I we think, brought right? 550 Canadians wow. to, Can to Israel so, to stand on the soil and say to the, uh, the Jewish, uh, people. Jewish people, both the uh, 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 our friends in the Messianic family and the government, mm -hmm. the Knesset, and I think Rabbi Melchior at yep. this time, Michael, the deputy Michael minister, yeah. deputy minister of foreign received affairs, you. received us in front of the Canaanist under the menorah. Right. And we just enjoyed repenting yeah. and singing and the wow. children danced before him. I, 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 there's a, there's actually an interesting video, actually, the journey yeah. that, that, that kind of dates it. I think it went over the course of about five or six years, if I'm not that's, certain, that's from about true. 95 to about 2001. Yeah. It's called The Embrace. The Embrace. Okay, yeah, yeah. sorry. A, a, amazing. I've, 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 Israelis have watched it. They wept when they saw it. It's, it's quite a, yeah. it's one of the most amazing kind of eyewitness stories of repentance. That many, it happened during that time, but that one specifically... Caught my attention. Well, from there, you, you you transitioned slowly, and you got involved with the church in China, actually. Uh, yeah. That, was, that yeah. was another trick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was invited to go to China, and I was kind of sharing my heart. Uh, okay. You know, it's easy to go and minister. Right. But the one thing I never gave mm -hmm. but is, is, is loving the nation, loving the people to the point of giving your life. I wanted to do that with my people okay. in Egypt and the Arab world, okay. but I didn't want. The Lord changed my heart for Canada. Then now I'm in China. Right. I'm among the Chinese. And, and we probably changed your heart for the Jewish people along the way. You That's got involved true. in this too. That, that was oh, a big thing for an Egyptian. I was, I was literally... I hated the Jews. And that's wow. another story. Right. So the Lord to change my heart, not right. only to love, but to lay down my life for them. That's yeah. another story. Amazing. But anyway, anyway. The, the part we go, mm -hmm. and now the Lord gives me heart for the Chinese. Mm -hmm. And now I'm gathering. I discovered there's a lot of division among the Chinese. Mm -hmm. And the Chinese believings, believers in China. The believers, the, the yeah. Not only in China, among the Chinese. Among Chinese general. all over Asia. Like, chi like China, Taiwan, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Macau, Singapore, over, yeah. overseas Chinese. You, okay. And especially they have a heart for back to Jerusalem, wow. the body of Christ. Right, which is the whole but, vision of once we come together, we want to take the gospel back that's right. to its place. We yeah. want to take the gospel back to mm -hmm. the Arabs and the Jews in the Middle East. Exactly. Which is Isaiah 19 exactly. that they're talking yeah. about. But... The, everyone thinks that he carries the vision. Okay. So the Lord spoke to my heart and he said, I want my family. Mm -hmm. Because if I release them mm -hmm. and everyone will go in their mission, they will kill each other on the way. Wow. Because everyone will think, if you're not agreeing with me, you're wrong right. and I'm right. Right. I said to the Lord, how do we do that? He said, mm -hmm. gather them together. Mm -hmm. So we gathered them and the Holy Spirit comes. They started weeping. Wow. but. The, the, the atmosphere is tense in the beginning. Mm. They started weeping and then they started looking at each other mm. and they found it. the others are weeping mm. in the presence of the Lord. Amen. They started hugging each other wow. and repenting to each other. Wow. Then at a certain time, we are all there and then uh, our future family, our future brothers mm -hmm. come with cameras mm -hmm. uh, look, <laughs> looking at all the people trying to uh, take video uh, of their faces Right. So they can persecute them. Wow. Well, I I was taken by one of the leaders. The moment these, uh, these cameras future, came in, yeah. They, they literally, walking in a row, they pushed the two doors. Mm -hmm. We were in a hall, walking to, side by side, shooting the cameras like that. Wow. So my friend who, who was talking to me took me seat 
come quickly. Mm -hmm. So he took me to a room, and I waited at this time in the room until everything settled, and there are 12 that we meet together. Mm -hmm. So they came to the room, and I said to them, what happened? He, sa they, he said, they wanted, a per they wanted to see our permission, but we don't have a permission. Mm. So they asked, if we don't finish the meeting now, they will take us to jail. Wow. So I said to them, okay, let's pray and see what the Lord wants. Well, I said that. Mm -hmm. My, my uh, brother exploded. Mm. He said, what are you talking about? Mm. We are the ones that are going to go to jail. This man has been to jail many times. Wow. He knows what persecution is. And he has uh, thousands under him, mm. thousands. Mm -hmm. So he said, what are you talking about? You are a foreigner. They will take you, stamp your passport five years outside. We are the ones that are going to be persecuted and in jail. Uh -huh. So I, the reality hit me, and I looked at him, and I said to him, how do you know that when they take you to jail that I will go? That you will how, leave. Do you, how do you know that I will not go with you to jail? Right, right. And what did he say? He paused. He said, nobody has ever said that to us. Mm. We protected all the people who came from outside. Yeah. Whenever there's danger, we mm. protect them and we send them away. Mm. And we go to jail. Mm -hmm. Of course. We never heard that before. I said to him, either we become a family or not. Mm. If we're going to play the game, I don't want. Mm. If we're going to be a family, then let's, let's, let's learn how to be a family together. Mm. He started weeping. Mm. And that was the beginning of a covenant. So we come down, the 12 of us come down, right. and all the other hundred, some people waiting, okay. and they started telling them the story on weeping. All of them are weeping, and we made a covenant. The next time, uh, one of the business people there brings... Uh, mixed rings. Mm. He said, I wanted to establish a memory of this, of what happened. Mm. Because this is not for us. This is for all the body of Christ globally. Wow. So that's the ring that we got as we connected mm. together. Oh, Two times later, I'm in, I'm in the same country again okay. with my daughter. Yeah. And we are in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. My daughter used to be so, so frustrated Right. With me traveling and and dad and, and and when people tell her Anna, thank you for releasing your dad, right. she always says, "Well, you have him. Uh, I don't have <laughs> I him." Didn't release him. <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's right. Right. So, how did that impact her being in uh, in that country? She you was. Kinda... It was an eye opener. She's Canadian. You know, everything is peaceful. Right. There is no, right. no no no. Right. So now we're trying to look for a place to meet. Mm -hmm. And then our future brothers, you know what I mean by future brothers, those that we are praying for <laughs> to become come to faith, our... <laughs> maybe persecuting you at the time. Yes. That's right. So, so we are I, the only way we come to a restaurant, 300 of us sitting in a restaurant having lunch, and I am literally talking to them over a toast. So I'm holding my glass up and I say, I want to, I want to bless you from our family and da, 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 da. Yeah, right. just blessing them. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, uh, mm -hmm. Ten people from our future family yeah. walking, marching towards the head table, which I was sitting on. Government employees. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they love us very much. It's yeah. for our protection, you know. Exactly. So, so we're sitting on the table with the leaders, mm -hmm. and these leaders all have been to jail. Wow. The next table, the rest of the leaders with their kids, mm -hmm. and Anna was sitting on the next table, and all the people are sitting in the restaurant. Okay. Where is David Demian? Here. Come with us. So they, they, they said, they said, come with us. Invited you to a special meeting. That's right. The moment they said, come with us, all the Chinese leaders on the table stood up. They said, if you take David, you'll take us. 
the next table stood up. All the restaurant people that are with us, 300 stood up. Said, if you take David, you'll take us. They said, we cannot take all of you. They were not prepared to take 300 people. Wow. He said, we want David only. He said, wherever David goes, we go. They forced the, our, our future family right. to interrogate me in the restaurant. Uh. They lit literally came, sat on the table, and all the people started praying, marching. Wow. I'm looking at my daughter. She's mm -hmm. sobbing, mm. but there's no way I can talk to her now. After they, uh, at the end, at they the said, end. David, we want just to protect you. We just mm -hmm. want to make sure that You're your okay. thing is okay. <laughs> And they let me go. Wow. Then I'm going out, all the, all the 300 are walking around. Mm -hmm. And then I said, Anna, what happened to you? She said, I thought it's, she never used to seeing people coming to take her, her dad to interrogation and prison. Right, just her, yeah. So I'm, I'm, what happened to you? She said, Dad, when, when, uh, uh, when you stood up and you, uh, they asked for David Demian and you stood up and all the Chinese leaders stood with you. Mm. I heard the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I said to her, what did you hear, Anna? She said, the Holy Spirit said to me, these people are more of a family to your dad than you. Wow. And I started weeping that mm. because they are getting my spiritual inheritance and I'm losing it. Mm. And I cried out to God, I want my spiritual inheritance. Mm. So that covenant, if you go to jail, I will go with you. Right. Now it's coming back. back. I am the one who's going to jail, and, and they're they standing with, with me, me to go with me. It's healing my family. Amen. And that blessed. This yeah. covenant that happened with the Chinese, mm -hmm. all, the pers all the families, mm -hmm. do you know what happened among them? Mm -hmm. There's no fear. Mm -hmm. They used to run when, when, they were inter when the uh, security said. comes. Yeah. They used to run. Mm -hmm. Now they don't run. Mm -hmm. Why? They said, we have a family. Amen. We have love. Wow. We have people. Definitely I said to them, that. your family is my family. Mm, there's a sense of solidarity. There's a sense in which they belong to a greater family than just what they have right there. We don't have a lot of time and we could go on, but let's shift again from, from actually from China, from the Silk Road back to the Middle East. Yeah. There's a passion in China, and yet there's also a kind of a, a, a sense from the Middle East that they have something that we need one day. They've walked through this. Yeah. They've, they've paid a price. Yeah. And, and this is something that Middle Eastern believers, when they look at China, it's an example for them. But yeah. also, China has this strong vision to come and be involved in the Middle Eastern family. That's true. Actually, they're, they're, it's amazing. I have never seen mm. uh, any group of people mm. that have a heart for the sons of Isaac and the sons of Ishmael at the same time. Wow. I always see those who have a heart for the sons of Isaac, they don't want, uh, they, save them. Save them or take them home. Right. Kind of a, a feeling. Attitude. All those that have a heart for the sons of Ishmael, mm -hmm. those people save them or take them home. Mm -hmm. Right. But to have a heart. For both. For both. That's the, the this Asian family mm -hmm. led by the Chinese is amazing. Mm -hmm. So when they come, both the sons of Ishmael feel so secure with them and the sons of Isaac feel so secure with them. Right. But because of their persecution and the mm -hmm. price they paid. Right. The, the, there, is, there is almost an instant connection. Connection. And they come right away and say, yeah. you are persecuted. Yeah. I, I'll tell you something, uh, Michael. This is very interesting. Mm -hmm. There was a time, a season. Now it's coming back to what it was 30 or 40 years ago. Okay. The, the intensity uh, is so strong. Do you know that the church lost its testimony and its power in those days? Mm -hmm. In between persecution and persecution. Persecution, persecution mm -hmm. makes you review what do you really believe.
right. makes you review will you pay your, the it price expo- for it. exposes it. That's right. In, in a sense. The church now, the, actually, when I talk to my friends who are mm-hmm. persecuted, either in the Middle East or either in Asia, mm-hmm. do you know what they say? We are getting our first love back and we're getting our, the people are getting saved mm-hmm. beyond a measure mm-hmm. because now they have to choose. Wow. It's almost as if that, that kind of promise that John says, someone's going to come after that will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Yeah. That fire does something in the, in the persecution that nothing else could do. Yeah, that's right. And yet it brings such an authenticity, which is something that you know, many young people, both in the Middle East and in China, are really longing for, the sense of community, the sense... We don't have a lot of time, but you've also sort of helped foster a, a global family, and that a lot of it has to do around the Middle East. What have you seen recently that's encouraged you that sees the, you know, the Middle East coming together and the different nations along the highway coming together? I think the, 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 the feeling of family, mm. not, not the term, not the title, right. not the... But the reality. The reality. Right. And, that's the whole, right. and, and the issue of, you know, one of the things we talked about, the issue of adoption, that sense of which people can come into a family that's not their own. Well, that's our salvation. Amen. I was not saved to be a member of a church or an organization. Mm-hmm. I was saved to be a son mm-hmm. and a daughter. Wow. And you are in a family with fathers and mothers. And that is the end of days. The spirit of Elijah will Mm -hmm. restore not the function, not Mm -hmm. the title, but the hearts Mm -hmm. of the fathers Mm -hmm. and the mothers and the children. Hearts restored. And that's what's happening. And the Chinese covenant Mm -hmm. is opening the door. That's what we have been longing for. That's what we have been waiting for. A covenant family to lay down their life for one another. Amen. Amen. Listen, I, I, I I don't want to stop without having this. Can you lead us in how... You know, in terms of prayer, how are you praying for the Middle East? How are you praying for the church in these lands that are persecuted right now? I mean, you've shared a little bit of your heart and your passion right now, but um, how would you suggest people pray and stand with this church and the persecuted church in the Middle East and in China? Uh, I, I, I want to pray the restoration mm-hmm. of the fathers and the mothers in okay. the body of Christ. From Malachi chapter Malachi chapter 4. Yeah. I want to pray for the restoration of the sons and daughters because mm-hmm. they're not long, they know the Lord, but they don't have a family. Amen. And they don't connect because mm. there's no family. Father, we thank you. Mm. We thank you for the, the, those that are coming into the kingdom. They're longing for a family. Mm. And I pray mm. that you will restore what you said in the last days. You will restore. release the spirit of Elijah mm. to Amen. restore the heart. Father, when there is no fathers and mothers... We are orphans. Mm. I pray that you will restore that. It's not age. I pray that you will restore the heart. Mm. Father, I pray for the persecuted church mm. to and, and the church that are coming out of the out of persecution, yes. they will they find family. Yeah. They will find refuge. You will yes. find fathers and mothers. Mm. They will find sons and daughters, brothers and sisters. Okay. Restore us mm. to the family that you have died for, mm. for the joy of set before you on the cross. You saw a family with the Heavenly Father as our Father. Restore it in our day, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. David, thank you so much for joining us. People can find out more about, I think it's the watchman.org. Is that right? Yeah, Yeah. watchman.org. Yeah. I'm Michael Karam. Thank you for joining us for another edition of My Brother's Keeper from Jerusalem. We'll see you again. Shalom from here. Thank you for joining us in another TV7 Israel podcast. For more content, visit our website at tv7israelnews.com or follow us on social media.